Oh, hey, girl. Welcome back to Girl Wind Down. I'm Shawnee. And I'm Denitra. And we are missing Veronica today. She I mean, kind of. <laughs> what you mean, kind of? <laughs> she is literally not here. <laughs> oh, you mean like... Missing her. Oh, like <laughs> endearment? No, 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 no. Not that way. Meaning she's not here in our podcast today. She's gallivanting right. across America she's right now. Um, frolicking and sending us <laughs> pictures. But if you know Veronica, you know. That's she is just a what, frolicker. That is just what she does. <laughs> Um, so it's just me and Denitra today. Uh, so today we have a special, special uh, episode because it, it is a request from our uh, little baby boo. Uh, she asked us to talk about relationship stuff, relationship <laughs> advice. For um, some reason, she thinks we're experts at this, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if this is really advice, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> well, let's not call it advice. Let's say some stuff that we may have learned that might work for you. <laughs> that probably didn't even work for us. This is why we're basing it off of relationships that are over with. <laughs> yes, things that we learned from failed relationships that, that you shouldn't do. Don't repeat. Mm-hmm. And do you, as we say, not as we do. And if you ain't right Right now it's probably time to get out. Ooh. <laughs> Hello. Hello. All right, let's start with our wines. Are we okay. Talk about our wines? So uh, you know, I had to make the decision on how what wine we were going to pair with relationships and dating. So when I thought about dating, first meeting a, di- a guy, what do I think about? Condoms. <laughs> what? You don't trust them hoes? You know? Yeah, this is true. Where Necess- do you get necessary condoms? Item. <laughs> necessary item. And where do you get condoms? The drugstore. <laughs> so I bought wine at CVS. <laughs> I feel like you are stretching it, but we're going to go with it. We're going to go with it. We're going to go with this uh, Y'all CVS tell me wine. how you think. Well, I'll be a real creative. I think that uh, was a great idea. All right, this wine is called Three Blocks, straight from CVS. How much was Three Blocks? Seven ninety nine. That's pretty good. This is a California wine. We're gonna do a Pinot Grigio and a red blend. Um, this Pinot Grigio says great ingredients are building blocks for great wine. That's why the blocks carefully grows grapes in California's cool climates. Hmm. I'll just pour it. Okay, yeah, I'm over it. Um, so let's, ooh, a nice twist top bottle. <laughs> oh, shoot. <A> Easy nice... <laughs> access. <laughs> kind of like Shawnee when she was dating. <laughs> Easy access and cheap. <laughs> I mean, my kind of wine. <laughs> okay. Clink, so, clink, I oh, guess. Clink. Oh, yeah, clink, clink. Cheers. Uh-huh. Cheers to not having to date anymore. I'm sorry for y'all out there. I'm sorry to that man. <laughs> sorry to that man. I'm sorry to the women. Because mm. from it's what rough I hear, I'm retired. It is rough out there. Honestly, I thought you were going to say cheers to not having Veronica. That's why I thought it was good. Dang. <laughs> I was say, cheers to that bitch. Dang. I wouldn't do her I'm like just, that. I'm just playing, Veronica. We <laughs> miss you, girl. Gonna do V celebrities. (laughs) We promise next episode we'll have some of V celebrities, unless she's in another part of the world. I'm trying to tell you, never know. All right, so we're gonna go over some things that we learned in a uh, in a relationship that is necessary to keep your relationship going. 
Okay. All right. So the first one we have is compromise. Oh, okay. So we're doing things that we learned and then we're going to do red flags red that flags. we learned uh-huh. um, that will tell you it's about time for y'all to just pack up and go on about your business. Right. So these are things that you need to do in a relationship to keep it together right now. Yes, because um, I have had a failed marriage and quite a few failed dates. And Shani's had quite a few failed dates in her life. And I I don't know. I can't speak from her. But I definitely can say after coming from those relationships and, you know, sitting with the stuff, you realize that it's real easy to blame all of the issues on the other person when you break up. But if you really sit back and think about it, you can think about at least one or two things that you probably did and you continue to do in the relationships that you get into after that that you start to think, well, hmm, there's a pattern. So these are some things that we are really, you know, in our late 30s trying to... Excuse you, speak for yourself. I'm not in my late 30s. Shani, if you're (laughs) over 35, you round up. I am not over... I am 35. I am not over 35. That is, you're over 35. (laughs) After August 12th, at at midnight, you're over 35. You round up to the nearest 10th. You are 40. Tried it. You tried it. <laughs> you Us really tried in it. our late 30s, like I said, mid to late 30s, are now trying to not do, trying to um, think about before we do, things like that, you know? So, okay. At least just recognize. Yeah. Recognize those issues. Because they don't always go away. No, I mean, I it, can say one through five of these things I probably have done in the last week, but I recognize it and I try you, to work. It's difficult. Yeah. And try to work it out. Try to work something out. At least I know I can apologize because I recognize I'm doing it. Man. Before I didn't recognize it and I just blame it on the other person. Shani looking like she real guilty right now. Yeah, because the apologies. You better recognize not- <laughs> I can recognize them, but apologies. That not, might be that number needs to six. Be in there, That's yeah. in there. Okay, we'll we'll circle back. Okay, so what's number one? Sean? Number one is compromise. I hate that word. It is. <laughs> tell I, this is what I've learned. <laughs> I hate compromise. No, I mean compromising is necessary. I mean, you don't always want to be in that. No one wants to be in a relationship where you're putting one side. You're putting everything into it and you're not getting anything out of it. Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to be that person that's always the one that's receiving as well. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like you get some type of joy out of no, it's giving, it's giving true. as well as taking. And really, if you work towards that, where it depends on whatever the situation is, you work towards that compromise and it becomes more of a second nature thing to you. Um, if it comes more, if it becomes more of a second nature thing to you, you realize how non-toxic and non-draining a relationship can be because things run a lot more smoothly when you both are willing to compromise on things. Right. I'm trying to think of an example, but y'all know what I mean. I was also thinking, um, you know that you're with the right person, too, if you want to compromise for Mm -hmm. them. Because there are some people that you're like, I don't want to compromise you. Right. (laughs) Why, Why would I need to do that? That's how you know you're in the right situation if you're willing to get have that give and take. Yeah, maybe that's when it it comes a little more naturally, I guess. 
you know, it could be as simple as what y'all want for dinner, but mm-hmm. it could be as big as children in this relationship, you know? So just think about your partner, I guess, a little bit more when you're when it comes to making decisions and realizing that there are two of you in this relationship and hopefully your partner will be listening to this too and they can realize that as well. Right. Alright, what's number okay. two? Number two. Y'all know we got kids, so if you hear stuff in the background, I'll we, we give a disclaimer. Say every, this every time. I got kids. <laughs> the kids is playing. Okay, number two is communicate. Honestly, I have no idea what that sound is. Like somebody's rollerblading downstairs. <laughs> okay, number two is communication or communicate. Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of goes with compromise as well, but I know I can tell you, um, I'm gonna go from my experience, and when I say communication, the bad communicator in the relationships is usually me, and that's something I had to learn about myself, not because I well, yeah, it is because I just don't communicate. Like, I hold things in and don't tell people how I really feel about stuff. Um, and and then you blow up and you cuss them out. Well, I wasn't going to say all that. Yes, but if you, you, if it's you the must, truth. I mean, maybe I would have got there. <laughs> I could have got there on my own. No? <laughs> uh, I just I felt it, like, coming out. You weren't talking, so I had to blurt it out. <laughs> And then I blow up and I tell them something that will cut them deep and hurt them. So I have realized that it is better for me to, even though me as someone who is more of a people pleaser and a quiet person, it's difficult for me to communicate with people, but it's better for me and less stressful in my life if I actually tell people how I feel, what I want, what I'm not getting, what I'd like to get in life, I think um, it it makes things a lot less emotionally draining mm-hmm. in the long run. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree, and you can tell as we get older. I can tell that it that you're starting to communicate more because. I feel like I get told off by you every, at least once a month now. And I'm like, that's my girl. <laughs> I'm not telling you off. But you tell I'm me off. I'm telling you all how that. I feel. I'm telling oh, you how I feel. Every time I hang up, I'm like, ooh, you get on my nerves. That's my girl. <laughs> uh, I'm speaking my truth. <laughs> on the flip side, there's me that is... Uh, an over communicator I think there is such a thing as a person that over communicates and maybe I express myself a little bit too much and <laughs> what I want a little bit too much but on top of that also I have a problem though like I will express what what I want and then I get irritated quickly you're very irritated and then I can shut down as well so because I'll tell you off and then I'll, sh- then I'll shut it down. And I don't want to talk to you at all What do you mean shut it all down? She will block you out of her life for the rest of yours. <laughs> and she'll make sure you die first so that she can say she won. <laughs> uh, I would just hang up on you and never talk to you again. I, I hate that about myself. But it's the truth. And, you know, everybody's a work in progress. But I do believe that communication is definitely necessary. In literally everything that you do in your relationship, um, 
not only do we have kids, we have dogs. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst quality in the world. This is, you know what? No, it's not. It's real life. This so if real. you guys can relate, then you're listening to the right podcast. I'm trying to tell you, we got kids, we got dogs, we got husbands. Like, this is just, just real life. All right, communication um, was number two. So let's move on to numero tres. Um, don't expect or over expect anything. I think at some point, like sometimes we put our expectations too high or even we just expect stuff out of people and then get disappointed disappointed, uh when you don't get what you expect. And that is me so much. I always think like they should be doing this or, you know, why didn't you do that? And then it gets disappointed and then you get disappointed in the situation. Yeah, And it's not to mix up expectations with standards because I do truly feel like before you start dating someone, you definitely should have some standards. We should talk about that in an episode because most people would think I'm talking about a job or whatever. But there are standards that it has nothing to do with money that you should have in a relationship. But that's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about expectations. I feel like sometimes I have a lot of expectations on how people should react to certain things or how they should feel about certain um, experiences. And if they don't feel that way, then I become disappointed in that person. We all have to realize, though, that we were all raised differently we all come from different backgrounds, different religions. So not everyone's going to have the same opinion or response to an action mm-hmm. that you have. So you shouldn't have that expectation that they do. Right. Which comes back to number two, which is communication. So don't expect it. Communicate what you want or need. Right. Or how you feel, but mm-hmm. then understand that they may not feel, feel that differently. Way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's compromise. Yeah. Man, they're all connected, aren't they? All of them. All right. Number four says set boundaries. Now, didn't we just have a whole conversation? We did. At the, yeah. When we went to the cigar bar, we had a whole conversation about setting boundaries. Um, Was I there? <laughs> setting boundaries. <laughs> no. No. You know where it was? When we went to go get crab and we were talking to that guy, Rose. And we talked about setting boundaries oh, in a relationship. Oh, see, I wasn't there when you thought it was. Yeah, were. no, I, I knew it was because I went. We, I talked about it with Mark, and I was like, "Did we set our? Did we set boundaries before? Like when we first got back together?" <laughs> dun dun dun! <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to bring that up eventually. <laughs> um, but so. We actually had a whole morning conversation about setting what our boundaries were and what we came up to the conclusion was, was, well, hell, we had already talked about it, but it was good. It was a good conversation to have. A reminder kind of conversation. Uh So I guess we should talk about when we we are talking about boundaries, what we mean, um, because both of us, well, I'm I'm only speaking for myself. I'm going to say I've been in a relationship where the other person has crossed the boundary that I didn't feel that they should have when speaking with that person. Did that make sense? Yeah. I'm saying, um, why wouldn't it be both of us? Because I, cause I can't speak for you. I don't know what you want there out on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it came to 
confronting that person and talking to that person about it, they felt like what they did wasn't wrong. And my when we went to therapy, one of the things was talk discussed was like, have you guys ever talked about what's right and what's wrong and what would cross the line for you and what would cross the line for him? And back then, I thought, well, no, does everybody knows that? That's just what I mean. Everybody knows if you're a cheater, you're a cheater, and what cheating is. But you, as you grow up, you really do learn that. Just like we were talking about, people have different experiences. People have different opinions on what too far is when it comes to cheating, when it comes to, I don't know, platonic relationships with other people, whatever it may be. Uh, Everyone has a different opinion about what's too far. So having that actual conversation, and like Shani said, multiple times, I'm sure is important very necessary um i mean it it definitely just helps you you know just stay focused on your relationship and stay focused on the you know on what the other person needs from you i guess um and on top of that you also learn a lot of things from that other from your significant other when you have those type of conversations especially if you have um multiple times because you will realize that sometimes their boundaries change mm. what they didn't think was anything wrong before is now off limits mm. um so definitely necessary and if you haven't done it i would say that you should it's good a good conversation to have make sure you start your conversations with your partner in the right way and at the right time Mm, not while you're drunk. No, not while you're drunk. If you listen to this at midnight after you had a bottle of wine and you wake up your partner next to you and say, We need to talk. That is not the right time. Let me tell you that. Yeah. Set a time where both they you, they know exactly what you're coming to them with and make sure that you all both have time to really engage in the conversation. Yeah. Because I I don't know, I can speak for the men that I know. But they don't like stuff. They don't just like thrown at uh-huh. them. Exactly. So when I when I brought it up to Mark, I it was like seven o'clock in the morning. He was driving, and you know I'm getting ready for work, and I was like, oh, I've been thinking, and he hates when I say that. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh shit, here we go. So I'm like, I brought it up to him, and I thought I asked him, how do you feel about talking about this, you know, right now? And he's like. Well, yeah, I don't really want. Okay, let's do it. You know, like <laughs> let's see where it goes. I wasn't trying to start an argument or anything like that, but it actually was a really good, a really good conversation. That's a good tip, um, Denitra, Veronica, whatever your name is. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I wish I was Veronica. She on a beach somewhere. For real. All right. The last one is stay flirty. We said that men like to know that you're attracted to them. And you know that that's a big one that I've definitely learned later on in the years is that men give compliments all the time, but think about how often do you give your man a compliment? Just like out of the blue, out of nowhere. It's probably not that often. And you don't think that there's anything wrong with it because that's not something that is right off the top of their head. Like it's something that they feel like they want to communicate that they need Mm -hmm. but they actually really do like that so I think like staying flirty and think about when you first started dating oh of course you're not gonna be all kissy kissy all and stuff but 
you know, just giving somebody attention because just the same amount of attention that you like and you like to feel like your partner at least kind of likes the way you look, maybe. <laughs> they want to so. feel that way too. Yeah. Um, that's definitely, I mean, that is definitely true. Throw those little, those little compliments out, but also hints too, like flirty hints on, you know, like what can happen later or should be happening. Walk by him and pinch his little booty. No, no, (laughs) don't do that because most men don't like that at all. (laughs) Why would you even get a terrible advice? Twist their nipples. No, that is not the right advice. Um, but I know like some of the things that like, you know, cute little stuff, like if you're in a crowd, send them a text, you know, something like that. To well, you know, you're like in the room with your parent, your parents and your whole family around you whisper in their ear that there might be something coming, meet you in the bathroom. Ooh, I don't know. Y'all nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> mm, okay. All right. So. Um, we're going to move on to some of the, the, the things that, uh, five things that we know when we know to let that shit go. Should we try the next one? We should. And um, I have a little game too for us before we move on. Well, while you're getting your game together, I need to guzzle the last of this <laughs> Pinot Grigio. Okay. All right. We are going to, uh, play that name that song game. So while you're getting ready, oh, let me guzzle this down so you can. Pour this a... is not guzzling, kind of. Oh my god! Oh no, Shawnee, this is not the kind of wine. Ooh, I already did it, and I'll preface this with Ooh. a. I had a rough day today. Okay, <laughs> a very rough day. So I need this wine. Need it. Okay, so while I can't you... guzzle this while you're still drinking, I have got a few songs that. Um, I picked out that have to do with struggling. Mm. Uh, struggling. Struggling in a, in a relationship. relationship. Yes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before you start that, oh, okay. I'm, I guzzled. I tried to take. Ooh. That hit me well in the back of my throat. No, you okay. like that. So the three blocks red blend is the next one we're going to pour. It says great ingredients are oh, she already read that. <laughs> yeah, there's no difference. Just pour uh, the wine. It's seven dollar wine. <laughs> well, this rich character of our red blend with notes of blackberry and fresh herbs for an off dry finish. Mm, okay. Herbs, huh? Herbs. Little twenty twin twin. Not that type of herbs, bitch. <laughs> okay, you ready? You ready? You wanna hear it? Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. This might be too easy. Ooh, Loving you so was easy once upon a time. Oh Loving you once upon a time. Oh my god, you already got it. Beyonce and then sing it, keep going. But now my suspicions of you dangerously in love. Uh-uh. Now my suspicions of you have multiplied. Loving you is easy once upon a time. But now my suspicions of you 
Have multiple resentment. Yeah. Oh, that's my that song. Is, if you have not heard that Ooh, one and you going nice. through some shit, it ain't the Play time to listen. That no, that song. You be crying Boy. in the corner. With a, even if you ain't going through nothing, grab a bottle of wine and listen to that song. <laughs> Don't try to talk to your partner about nothing after you listen to that song. I'm saying that. Oh, that uh, song is great. I know I hated quite a few people listening <laughs> to that song. All right. Next song. How many songs you got? That was literally one. I know. <laughs> uh, I got three, but we can only do two. If you want to just do two. Oh, no. Okay, next song is Tell Me Who I Have to Be. To get some reciprocity. How are you so good at this shit? Are you looking at my phone? <laughs> no. Are you cheating? What's the song? Who is it by? It's Lauren Hill. Uh, to get some reciprocity. See, no one loves you more than me. And no one, no matter how hard things make, you always seem to let me go. You ain't gonna get it the name of the song. It's not the song, the name of the song isn't in it. Uh-uh. Uh, I don't, and then I don't know the. It's X Factor. Would have never got that. Okay, last song, and I'm so mad you do this so well because me, I would have been like, huh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> I, I know I heard this song before. <laughs> okay, this one. Situations will arise. Keep the oh, okay, you okay. gave me three words because you're so good at it in our lives. Mm. But you gotta be smart about it. Mm. I don't know if I know this. Mm-hmm. Situations will arise. Situ- situation, situation. That that part right there. Situation, no situation. Okay. Will arise in our lives, but you gotta be smart about it. Um, you're singing it. Okay, let me keep going. Yeah, celebration. <laughs> Why did celebration have to be that long? Because that's how long they sing it out. Um, with the guys. Oh. Usher, Situ- situation, celebrate, uh, situation, it's a faster song, will arise, but you gotta be smart about it, shoulda cherished me, hanging with a friend, yeah, I so think I can mix but you gotta be smart about it, uh-huh. I know, I know the song, um, Celebrations with, with the guys. guys. I sacrificed. No, I could not do without it. See, now I love, I loved you. Oh, you were my girlfriend. <laughs> now I the world of you. You're so silly. You don't have to. There call. you go. <laughs> the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i love me some usher me too uh, 
yesterday, I think, to say happy birthday to Jermaine Dupree. Mm-hmm. And he was um, just recording himself talking. He had the camera right up on his face. It was just his phone camera. His skin is so soft and supple. Oh, you know it's soft because so you touched it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, he didn't have a pore. He's older than me. He's probably like 42. Yeah, he also has millions of dollars. He got 18 times well, the amount of money. I get my 18 times no, amount of money? Well, no, probably 100 times more amount of money than you got. Oh, whatever. What and so, yeah, he probably paid for somebody to I'm keep just him. Saying. He probably now rub his face in placenta every day or something crazy. I mean, it wasn't like, that. like a bump. You know how people have just regular, normal texture? If I nothing. had that much money, I better not have a bump on my body <laughs> at all. You are a bump on your body. <laughs> You know, bum bum. <laughs> oh, you, um, do you all know where bum bum is? <laughs> oh, God. Where's Ryan going to hold us together? <laughs> right. What's going on? A whole tangent. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the actual show. All right, so now we're going to talk about five ways, and we can kind of shorten it since it's getting long. Maybe we'll do three ways that. Uh, we know when it's time to let that shit go. We'll do all five because this is important, but we'll just oh. go quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Numero uno says, um, trust your intuition. If that is not the most important thing to know, we got the something inside of us from God or whoever it is that yeah. tells us something ain't right. I don't know who, you know, you ever thought about where the words in English come from like some were made up at some point right wherever whoever made up the word intuition they knew what they were talking about they were going through some stuff you don't ever think about that no (laughs) (laughs) why do you sit there and stare I don't even know where you're going with this no the words have to come from somewhere. Somebody had to say, oh, I'm going to call this feeling intuition. They were going through some stuff. Maybe we need to look up the word <laughs> intuition. I'm sure it has some type of like Latin, Latin root. All right. But what do you think about trust your intuition? <laughs> I'm trying to get us back on focus. <laughs> <laughs> when I just said we'll go through it quickly. Uh, no, that, what, that needed to come out. <laughs> anyway. Um, I think that it is so right. Like, um, I feel like, especially women, we just know something's off. Something is not right. And if you find yourself having to pick up your man's phone when he's sleeping and take it in the Mm. bathroom and unlock it because you watched him Mm. put his code in, um, and go through every single message that he's sent in the last 30 days and then... You find stuff, it's because you knew that that stuff was there. Mm. If you find yourself having to do that, your intuition is probably right. It's time to go, baby girl. Yeah. Okay. Number two is the lack of communication. I feel like once you all stop talking, you just don't feel like even trying trying to talk. It's done. Yeah, it's done. All right. Number three. Um, not equally yoked anymore. So, I mean, does that mean job-wise? Like, I'm working at a $100,000 job and he's at McDonald's? Not necessarily, but possibly. But not that's not how I would say it. Because you could be making $100,000 working very hard at your job. 
and he's working at McDonald's and making $10 an hour, but he is dedicated and working working just as hard as you. I still believe that that is equally yoked. No, if that's how, if that's how you came into no, a relationship, no, it's not. You would want your man if he was making a hundred thousand dollars, be pissed at you if you were making a ten dollars an hour. No, that's different because men have something like innately inside them. That's Mark not, talked I, about it in in the men's perspective that says that they want to provide. For their family yeah, and their... that's not what we're talking about right now. That's a whole other topic. It is what we're talking about. So what are you supposed to do? Go make eight dollars an hour and no, and get your you Lexus go find you somebody that can provide for you. Oh, see, but that or that is equally yoked with you. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier to start off a relationship with someone who is equally yoked. Yeah, but at some point, sometimes in a relationship, you just grow grow apart and the other person doesn't mm-hmm. yeah or vice versa or, or did just depending on what you're talking about it could be jobs it could be even just communication style it right. could be like just like we talked about like one in a kid and then one day you well that's the next topic i think that's the next thing irreconcilable differences Mm. oh yeah but i will say i do miss veronica for this because when i was in my early 20s and dating someone uh she gave me that conversation about being equally yoked now when i was in my early 20s no i wasn't even 20 i was actually 18 i had just graduated high school so i only had my diploma uh but i was going getting ready to go to college and i had a plan for my future And the person that I met had graduated college. So at that point, we were equally yoked. He was doing this. He had graduated, I mean, not college. He had graduated high school. And I had graduated high school. We were on the same level. But you you fast forward five, six years, then I've gotten a degree and a master's degree. And he still has a high school diploma. At that point, we're not equally yoked anymore because his dream in life was not to do much more than have a high school diploma not that there's anything wrong with that but schooling doesn't no i'm saying not no no not that there's anything wrong with that but you can definitely see then that there were some differences in I think it's more of just drive. The drive, yeah. The drive. And that's I couldn't think of the word like the drive and the goals mm-hmm. that you have in life mm-hmm. because not everybody college isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even just saying that, but if you don't have the goals to do something that equals what my goals are, my goals maybe to own a house and, um, you know, not have too much debt. If those aren't your partner's goals. Then you're not equally yoked. Yeah, I agree. I def definitely agree. Okay, um, number four says. Oh, we talked about this irreconcilable. No, oh no, oh no, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) I've been drinking. Come on, irreconcilable differences. There we go. These are differences in a relationship where it's just going to completely just, uh, I mean, there's, there's no compromising these difference for these differences. So that's like, 
the wanting to one. have kids yeah, that's and number one. not wanting to have kids. Which is crazy because me and Mark, when we first got together, we both didn't want to have kids. And then we had a kid. <laughs> right. But then now we're at a point where it's like, do we want to have another kid? Mark's like, hell to na na na. I'm with him. <laughs> but I mean, not, not that I don't, I, I'm not going to have another kid. What but are you doing all that rubbing for? Might be the wine and I'm hot. <laughs> Stop. People can hear that. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, no, that is true. Mm -hmm. And I I do think, like Shawnee said, like you could go into a relationship and have that conversation. Like, what are what are your thoughts about life? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Do you want kids? How many do you want? Do you want where do you want to live? But yes, you have to continue. When you get together at 23, you're not going to be the same person at 35. You continue to have those relationships Mm -hmm. and there might be at some point, no matter how much time you've invested in that relationship and how happy it's going to be, if if someone decides that they want children and you don't, that is, I hate to say it, but it's definitely true. That's something you, you cannot work through. Right. Because someone's desire to have a child, I think, should be met if that's right. what they want. They and deserve if you can't, that. Yeah, that you can't do that for them. Then you need to let them go on. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you deserve to be with someone who doesn't want to have kids because that should be met as well. Yeah, that's why I always joke. <laughs> like, I don't... Air- like, I would go for another kid, but I don't want to have another kid. That's why I was like, hmm, I wish you find one off the street. accidentally mess up. Girl, don't even say that. <laughs> we don't want to put that energy into this, into this universe. I told that to somebody else, and they was like, you better take that back. Right. I just don't said that to you today. Don't put that energy out there. Uh, right. I'm just kidding, Mark. For real. I'm We're kidding. We're on a whole new moon cycle or something. No wonder why I'm just having a bad day. Hey. Mm-hmm. Not my day today. <coughs> Ooh, this wine's got me coughing, y'all. <clears throat> this episode is so <laughs> ghetto. All right, number four. Or number five. Um, we said family differences and issues. The struggle for Ooh, real. The struggle is real. If your family doesn't get along with your significant other or vice versa or all of the above, it just makes your life hell. It's so draining of your emotional energy to try to have to go back and forth and be the kind of so middle like man. Stuck in the middle. Yeah, between mm-hmm. your family and, and whatever issues they have with your significant other or vice versa one uh, piece of advice that i will say that i've learned is there are going to be certain things that your partner says and certain things that your family members say that you don't have to cross intertwine like you don't have to let your your family know exactly how your partner knows about something because nine times out of ten whatever they're telling you is supposed to be between you and him anyway mm-hmm. right and all of that all that does it's, it's caused cause tension, more tension, yes, more problems. Because other. you love your partner unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Your family does not. Mm-hmm. So you say something, oh, well, such and such doesn't like this and doesn't like this And person. they will never forget it. Yeah. They'll never and let never it go. never let it go. Uh-huh. And that will really cause issues. Very true. So, so you if you are to... having those issues, you might want to look deep down inside, honey, because it could be you a little bit, too. Right. Another thing that I do want to point out is that 
sometimes you or a lot of times you have to take your spouse's side it's hard especially like in a family like ours where we're all so close Mm -hmm. that we've been kind of conditioned that this is this is who you always stick up for but in a relationship, you know, your family's always going to be there for you. Well, Blood so is your... thicker than water, honey. <laughs> but so is your... <laughs> but it, for, to, for you and to make your life easier and your household easier, a lot of times you got to have their back. You said for for better or for worse, through thicker or poor, what do we say? Richer. <laughs> <laughs> It's because I'm a little thick now. So I, just, <laughs> I was 12 years ago. I have a launch and I can't live with them damn vows. Anywho. Yeah, I might have been drunk. Was that the fifth one? That was the last one. Wow. Yeah. Hmm, I'm kind of sad I like this conversation. I know it. I feel like there's so many more that we could have talked about. There's so many more that I'd want to talk about. So if y'all want to hear us... Um, add to this conversation with Veronica's perspective because she's going to have, she'll have a a lot more and a better perspective than than we have, I believe, uh, on the situation. Let us know because we'll definitely extend this. We'll do a part two. Yeah, you can always comment um, with us on our social media, Instagram, girlwindown underscore, Facebook, just, just girl wind down uh-huh. or you can email us at girlwindown2021 at gmail.com yes please contact us let us know um like i said this episode is directly from somebody that listens and wanted to hear us talk about this situation hey boo hey hope girl. you made it all the way through i hope so let's go ahead and rate our wine yes my favorite part of the episode <laughs> really no <laughs> nah. i mean sometimes when the wine is good <laughs> but when it's a uh, cbs wine <laughs> just get your condoms there really <laughs> Okay, so we'll start the with the Get the skims. <laughs> That's a whole episode too on sensitive vaginas. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> uh, we'll start with the white, the Pinot Grigio. So yeah, again, it's three blocks. They were both seven ninety nine from CVS. I give three blocks Pinot Grigio uh, two stars. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, That's you never you never, you never swallow. So let's start there. But um, I I I know no sir, I didn't like it. <laughs> if y'all don't remember that, you you too young to be listening to this. No, you're not. We need all the listeners. <laughs> um, but it, it's a two for me, dog. It's a two for me. Hmm. Let's do the red blend. What you give it? Um, let me take one more sip. Hold on. 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you make us wait for that? <laughs> I, I, think, I think I'll give it a two. It's pretty equally yoked. <laughs> <laughs> These wines are in equally, a relationship. Right, they belong together. Mm. It's not that great. Not that good. <laughs> No, no, but I mean, for seven dollars, nah, eight dollars, eight dollars. I mean, no, 
I feel like for that price, you can find something better. This is true. You're probably right. Because that uh, $2.99 bottle from uh, Kroger. That one we had from Aldi's? Oh, bomb. Bomb. $2.99. <laughs> I think bomb. it was more like $2.69. For real, we could get two bottles for, the, for this price. <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. So thank you for listening. Um, make sure you like us on our social medias comment on our social medias and we will talk to y'all soon bye